It was a rainy week here in Washington, D.C., but nevertheless, we kept busy. Yasmina Vinci and Scott Gorginsky were in the crowd at the Brookings Institution's event about preschool. Courtney Christensen was on the hill to help welcome Sesame Street's newest friend. And Rick Mockler and Victoria Jones have been keeping busy on the PFCE assessment tool. And last but not least, NHSA and 63 co-signed national, regional, and state Head Start associations rallied together to send a letter to Senator Mike Lee and Congressman Jim Banks, expressing concerns with the bills they introduced giving states full control over Head Start. And I've got Director of Government Affairs, Tommy Sheridan, joining me to talk about it. So turn up the volume. It's time for the NHSA in Action podcast. The Brookings Institution had an event about preschool, which featured a group of top researchers who recently released a consensus statement summarizing the state of knowledge on pre-K education. You can find this summary in the NAA email. We are definitely happy to see widespread agreement on the immediate positive impacts of early learning experiences. And while the report didn't actually focus on Head Start, it briefly mentions the long-term impacts Head Start programs have that last into adulthood. So that recognition was pretty important. While Yasmina and Scott were listening in on the research presentation, Courtney was lucky enough to attend the launch party for the new Sesame Street character, Julia. This was an exciting event because Julia portrays a character with autism, and Sesame Street is launching their own Autism Awareness Month campaign. This is important to us because Head Start is an all-encompassing program, so to have this new character for families and children to relate to is wonderful. And speaking of communities, Rick Mockler and Victoria Jones are still working on the Parent, Family, and Community Engagement Tool that started with the University of Chicago and Region 5 Head Start Association back in 2015. Rick met with project managers in California to discuss the launch of the tool, which includes weekly meetings with the development team to analyze the results of the pilot study before the final changes are made. To remind you, this project has had three phases. One, gathering interviews from the 147 randomly selected programs. Two, the tools development, this being defined as what those questions look like, both open and close-ended. And phase three is wrapping up with pilot testing. So more than 75 Head Start centers have conducted over 700 interviews. So once this analysis is completed, the final changes will be made, and the PFCE tool will be officially launched. So stay tuned for that update. All right, so we're going to change gears now, and I've got Tommy here with me, which I really feel like we should just make this the Taylor and Tommy podcast. It'd be a good show. I just have you here so often. The two T's. The two T's. The T's of NHSA. Um, Okay, so let's talk about this letter that we sent to Congressman Banks and Senator Lee. Um, I just want to go over, you know, what is their significance here, and why did we send this letter to them in particular? Yeah, absolutely. And um, in particular, the letter went to Congressman Jim Banks, who's a Republican from Indiana, uh, and Congre- excuse me, and Senator uh, Mike Lee, who is also a Republican senator from uh, the state of Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also sent to everybody on Capitol Hill. Um, we, we, uh, folks on our team, Frank and our team sent it literally to every single office, um, oh. on Capitol Hill. Um, and, uh, we were pleased with the, with the kind of response and the fact that we got it up there. Mm-hmm. Now, what the letter was about and the reason why we did the letter is, is I think both important things that I do want to note. Mm-hmm. Um, in Congressman Lee, uh, excuse me, Congressman Banks and Senator Lee, pardon me, um, both introduced a piece of legislation called the, uh, I think it's Improving Head Start uh, Act of yeah. 2017 or Head something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, Head Start Improvement Act, thank yeah. you, of 2017. 
And effectively what their build does, it's, it takes a very long involved Head Start build that goes into um, the Head Start model, the specifics about the Head Start model, why it's important, um, kind of everything that we've done based off of research about why what we know that, that, that families and children need to be successful um, through the model and through the system that is what Head Start is. And it takes that bill and basically throws it out the window and oh, starts afresh <laughs> with saying that, well, Head Start has not been effective Mm. and or as effective as it could be and that states should actually be administering head start programs not individual local communities states of course could pass through the money to local community partners but um, that it ultimately should be a state decision about how head start is run not a federal to local decision as we see mm. so the letter is essentially our reaction to this uh, okay. and to them introducing the bill and not just introducing the bill actually senator lee introduced the bill back in january uh, congressman banks just introduced it um, the beginning of of this month yeah just this past month yeah uh, in the beginning of april um, but his, but he has also done quite a deal of press in uh, some conservative newspapers as well as in his own district. And he's a new member of Congress. He's um, was a state senator for a number of years uh, and has just joined uh, Capitol Hill. Just won his seat uh, in this last year's election. Um, and we wanted to send a real strong show that um, that this is not something that we see as a positive for Head Start. Um, that Head Start does work, um, <laughs> yeah. and that a block grant would actually be harmful. Uh, rather than helpful. And so that is ultimately why we, it was that and also that um, I believe that he had been looking for some co-sponsors co and mm -hmm. we wanted just to make sure that members of Congress who hadn't ever voted or seen anything about Head Start um, heard directly from Head Start right. about why it is not such a good, uh, such a good idea to block grant Head Start. So our reaction essentially is we don't agree with him and we want to express to everyone else why our thoughts are the way they are. Effectively, yes. I mean, effectively, we see this as a matter of making sure that everybody on Capitol Hill understands the issues that a block grant would present mm -hmm. um, and also recognizes the incredible achievements that Head Start has made. Right. Um, I mean, I think our, our, our letter very clearly hits back against some of the assumption that Head Start is not effective, mm -hmm. um, that Head Start doesn't work, or that it could work better um, by going through the state. So, so be, yeah, so please. essentially they're saying... It's not that they think Head Start doesn't work. They just think it would work better if it was done through the states. Uh, that's a very nuanced question. Okay. I, I think you, if you talk to them, they would cite the impact study to say that Head Start doesn't work. Okay. That Head Start is a not a good use of federal funds. And that's okay. And that's why they're saying, well, but states could do it better. Hmm. Now, at the same time, I think you may have, you know, and we've taken it, and there's some great advocates in Indiana who've actually reached out to the congressman himself. Oh, wow. And his whole point is, well, we may be doing a good job here, but the states could do it better. Mm -hmm. So they kind of, it's not a concrete argument. I think, Taylor, you, you, you emphasize something, or your question really highlights something that's really important. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, this bill is nothing new. Yeah. This bill has been introduced um, every Congress since I've worked at NHSA right. um, and since Senator Lee has been in Congress. Okay. Um, so literally this is the, and it's been introduced on both the House and the Senate three, mm -hmm. di three different, four different times, I guess, in each Congress. Mm -hmm. um, again, a Congress is every two years. Um, and they introduced this bill the ultimate reality is that it has not anything tied as much to Head Start as it does to a bigger political discussion. Gotcha. It's federalism. Right. Um, which Money. if you go back to, you know, any civics class, you'll remember that literally uh, they have been arguing about federalism since <laughs> the creation of the United States. This is a multiple century old thing about okay. what is the role of the states versus the federal government. True. Head Start is caught in the crosshairs because we are a big federal program. We're yeah. $10 billion almost. Right. Um, and uh, and we do um, 
And, and, no, and then people will cite the impact study to try to say, well, it doesn't work, so we right. need to do this, or we think it could. Ultimately, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. even if the impact study said that we are 100% perfect, mm-hmm. you would still have voices like these two Absolutely. who are very conservative members of Congress mm-hmm. um, who would be pushing something like this. Gotcha. Now, I will add, there's a lot of conservatives just like them that are supportive of Head Start. Yeah, so, absolutely. you know, we do run into the trap about federalism often, but um, at the same time, I don't think it's something that we need to take um, as uh, as a acute threat against it, but it's something we need to push back. We need to make sure Congress knows we don't think Head Start should be block granted, and that would actually, it would be harmful. Uh, and we actually so. have a pretty good uh, bipartisan relationship in Congress, for the most part, with Head Start. Absolutely. Know, which is always Absolutely. great. And I mean, it's always threatened in an environment like right. this. Mm-hmm. That was also why one of the reasons why we were a little concerned was because Mr. Banks really um, did a lot of press about this and was right. trying to yeah. get a little bit, and was trying to get co-sponsors and, mm-hmm. and co-authors. In the past, there's only been a couple of, of individuals um, in the Senate. It was just Ted Cruz is the only one who signed on. He actually has signed on again this year mm-hmm. uh, from Texas. Um, and But then I'd also add that... Um, uh, last year, I believe there was like three co-sponsors in the house. Um, also very, very far conservative folks, um, Mm -hmm. who don't have close relationships with their programs. Right. The good news is none of these folks sit on any of the key committees that oversee Head Start. Um, so, you know, you can kind of point to the fact that that probably means that it's much more of a partisan thing than anything else. Mm -hmm. We feel at the same time, we feel that if this gets some steam, it could hurt our bipartisanship because it could force the hand of some members Mm -hmm. to say, well, I believe more in federalism, but I, but I do like what you guys are doing in Head Start. Yeah. We don't need to have that conversation. Let's um, let's try to find a way to avoid it. And that's precisely what the goal was to do here. I will add, though, just how one thing I should have said right off the top. The reason why this letter is going to be so effective mm-hmm. is not just because NHSA sent it up to all members of Congress. Right. It's because we got all state uh, and regional associations and national associations signed on to it. Right. That's and we're right. able to get it sent um, within less than a week. Wow. I think the more important part is we literally got all of those state and regional associations and national associations. So I'm talking the American Indian Alaska Native, uh, the National Indian Head Start Directors Association, the National Migrant Seasonal Head Start Association Directors, all of the other geographic regions, one Mm -hmm. through 10, and all of the states, uh, plus the District of Columbia, Mm -hmm. all signed on. We sent the letter out, I think, on Friday for sign-on, and Mm -hmm. by Tuesday midday, all of them were signed on, and this is over Easter weekend. Wow. Um, so really, I think it was what it showed is just how much of a unified front we are yeah. against block granting mm-hmm. um, and also how, um, how how strong we are. I mean, we're, we're doing some great advocacy work, and yeah. folks in the field need to be applauded for all of the work that they're doing, in addition to, you know, this little thing called running their programs on a daily basis. <laughs> just a little thing. Just a little thing. Um, I feel like this is the perfect segue to talk about next steps. Um, so, like, what are we doing? What can the folks back home do? I feel like what I've heard recently is, you know, inviting your local officials and sure. everyone to come to see your program to show what Head Start does. Um, so, yeah, what are what are the next steps? Absolutely. And let me start with here in D.C. Um, we don't expect this bill to be moving anytime great. soon. <laughs> um, it probably, it, I mean, it gets referred to the committee and then it usually sits in the committee um, from here on. We just wanted to make sure there was a resounding no, this is not a good idea, yeah. so that if there's a broader piece of legislation, it could get wrapped up into it down the road. We don't think that that will be the case, again, but just wanting to protect. Okay. Um, our sense is that there's really not going to be a whole lot of movement on this. Um, we'll have to see what's in the budget to see if the president is supportive of a, of a move like this, that would give it a little bit more um, of legitimacy. Sure. Um, but I'm, you know, but but we're not sure that that would actually happen. Um, but we are preparing in case mm-hmm. that happens. What what type of a response we'd want to have? 
otherwise it, it really is is a matter of us keeping our ears open um, mm -hmm. and and continuing to strengthen our own relationships on the hill mm -hmm. so that should something come up we can make sure to address that right. we're also going to be going and, and sitting down with both um, with both staffs of, of congressman banks and Senator Lee um, uh, just to support the efforts that are going on I know in the in the both of those states there's been some work going on oh, wow. for everybody else what I would just say is is really I'd keep uh, three main points one is our focus still really needs to be on appropriations. It needs to be on funding. Mm -hmm. um, I know block granting is, is one of the scariest things, but at the end of the day, if we're not getting funding, yeah. we're not going to exist. Right. So yeah. we need to stay laser focused on appropriations and keep our messaging mostly about Head Start is a good federal investment. We are mm -hmm. a good use of the federal dollar. Mm -hmm. um, and that there are so many families that need our services that we're not even able to reach or just the families that we are able to reach are getting such great impacts that we right. could be doing more. Right. Um, that's point one, is keeping that focus on our effectiveness and appropriations. Um, point number two um, is that we need to keep up our responses like this. Right. Um, really, I mean, I, I think Yasmina and, and myself and, and Lisa and others on our team were absolutely blown away by the resounding response that yeah. folks jumped up with. Mm -hmm. um, and really, it deserves a huge commendation um, for, for being able to do that. So we need to keep our, our, our efforts aligned so that next time we need to do something like this, we can do it just as quick. Yeah. Um, and I have no doubt that we'll be able to do that. And then the last thing I would just encourage uh, folks to do is, is to keep your eye out in your local communities. If you're hearing from folks on your state level, if you're hearing from folks in your local communities um, about block granting as something that's coming up, um, or about them saying, well, it'd be so much easier if the state run it, or it would be so much better if this happened, mm -hmm. um, you know, we need to be able to push back. Uh, to recognize that that block grants would mean cuts to Head Start mm -hmm. uh, at I mean at and I'm saying at even levels of course if they gave additional funding that would be a, a little bit more of an awkward conversation but creating 50 bureaucracies to administer Head Start yeah. rather than the one that we currently have yeah. um, would would lead to cuts to kids and the more we can yeah. keep it focused on kids is important. Um, and then also recognize that a lot of people who will say that block grinding should happen, usually they lead with it's because Head Start's not working right now. Which is and not true. Which is not true, <laughs> and we got to push back 100% on that. The easiest way to push back on something like that, as you said, Taylor, is to have proactive relationships. Yeah, Let them, them know, in. invite them in. And this is not just your your your, your um, federal politicians. Mm -hmm. um, I know there's a big push for May 18th to right. be getting your local yep. uh, elected officials, your governors, your mm -hmm. state senators, state representatives, mayors, uh, city council leaders, mm -hmm. um, really anybody in your community, the more folks you can get who know you mm -hmm. and know Head Start, um, then the less likely people are going to be able to say, well, Head Start's not effective. They'll yeah. see what's going on right. and they'll know what, what to do. And I think we had a meeting the other day and Olivia said that we've had over 30 program visits um, from different officials and I think it started off with 10 in January and then we've tripled in the last like three weeks I think so and, and I mean and to be fair we're not going to rest until we yeah. have 435 right. well excuse me right. 535 when you include the Senate right um, but we're making really really good progress and and again would encourage everyone to keep sending your stories if you had a local member of Congress yeah uh, or excuse me uh, any member of Congress whether it's local or it's your state Congress mm -hmm. um, let us know keep us in the loop because those are Olivia reported on the 30 some I think it was actually almost 40 yeah uh, now that she's heard of, right. I, know I know there's so there's many more that are going absolutely. on that we just haven't heard of. So yeah. um, keep focused on that. And, and again, laser focus on appropriations. Keep doing what we're doing to mm -hmm. to keep a corner, uh, uh, excuse me, a, a unified response. Mm -hmm. um, and then finally, is just keep your ears and eyes open and build those relationships on the local level. Perfect. Well, Tommy, thank you.
All right. Um, I'll see you next week. Or probably, in two weeks, right? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, everyone listening, we will catch you next week.